regular, regular features. A regular, regular, regular features. A regular, regular, regular features. A regular features show. Hello and welcome to the Regular Features Podcast, the podcast that's exactly the same every week. And like every week, we're sponsored by Strepsils, the cough drop that's got enough crop flop for you to feel crop. <laughs> <laughs> that is the new slogan. They're trialing it out on podcasts around the UK, including regular features. Log, how are you? Hello. I'm the one who needs strepsils most of all because I'm a I'm a poorly leg poorly poorly so poorly in my legs. It's gone all the way up to my throat. That is the central nervous system for you, in a nutshell. I've got a cough, but here I am. I love you. Please take the attention away from me, because I can't keep this up. I'm also joined by Joe. Hi, I'm Paulie Shaw, the actor. And I'd love to present to you a new role I'm playing, Joe Scrabbles, with a feature about advertising jingles and Smith's Toys Superstore. I've also got a feature, but the less said about that, the better. Smell, smell the well, smell the well, smell, smell the well, smell the well. Regular Features, Regular Features. The podcast that is the same every week. Regular Features, Regular Features. They will give you the B name that you seek. My boys, my boys. Yeah, Baba. Have... Who's that? Oh, it's me. <laughs> I'm oh, just sorry. Doing... I lo- I'm not doing a character. So I lost um, track. Do you ever watch an advert and just go, I wish that song in the advert was a real song I could listen to all the time? And I'm not talking about real, not talking about like that song that goes, like Ooh. Crazy Frog. Yeah. I'm to, well, no, Crazy Frog, that, that's in there. I'm talking about songs made for adverts, like little jingles. Oh. Like, for, I'll give you some of my favourites. For instance, there's an Ocado just for you. I wish that was a full jazz number. Oh, I'd there is one that I love from the past, and it's Don Amot, King of Caravans, the price is right and the choice is yours. <laughs> yeah, see, you get it. Like... They're really intoxicating. Like, so for real, I've spent hours looking for the old Tresemme adverts where <laughs> they, uh, f- for no reason at all, miss off the third Tresemme. They go, Tresemme, Tresemme. And you're sitting there bracing but, for oh, Tresemme. And it goes, Ba, ba, ba. And you're like, oh, what? They've absolutely <laughs> got me. I want to hear shampoo that. Th- is not called Bababoo. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know what that third tresemme, where it went. There's also, there's the body form one. What what body form one? Wow. you got to make me do it. Yeah. Do it, do it. Wow, <laughs> for home, butterfall for you. <laughs> exactly. And it's don't you wish. family store. That's Ford's. Don't you wish that that was a full 12-minute song by Whitney Houston? Yes, I do. Yeah. Like, there's so (laughs) much potential being written into these adverts. And it bummers me out. And then I heard the Smith's Toys Superstore Christmas jingle for this year. And it added to the litany of songs that I want to hear more from. Look, I'll play you a selection of of the Smith's Superstore advert. There's a magic place. 
where dreams are made. Toys stacked so high, you'll see them from far away. When you walk through the eyes of blue, the world's your playground and adventure waits for you. Fucking kicking up now. Smith's Toys Superstore Christmas ad 2023 dash we really want to go to Smith's Toys Superstores is my song of the year. And it's only, well, the advert's only a minute long, which is fucked up. I want to hear more of that winsome little prick singing about toys yeah, without want... naming any specific toys for fear of bias to the toys in all the superstore. <laughs> you want him to be like... In my day, Woolworths, you'd sit around and you'd wait for the three minutes Woolworths advert that would yeah. dominate at Christmas. I don't know if you were, is that from a time when you were sentient? Um, it feels like it happened. Yes. <laughs> but I have no People real People dressed up as like 10 little drummer boys and all the characters from the whole of the 12 days of Christmas were just walking around a supermarket buying knockoff versions of pop hits on CD. <laughs> <laughs> We've given up on having full-length advert songs that sell me things. And the and the toy the toy ads especially is a busy field. I mean there is the king, the Toys R Us ad. Yeah. Which uh, as you say the Smiths ad avoids naming brands, mm. but Toys R Us jingle, it leaves a bridge in for an announcer to come in and say it's called Toys R Us. We have everything at Toys R Us. <laughs> Jenga and a, the Hot Wheels little little Polly Pocket things to buy. <laughs> Toys R Us. Did well, A, the Toys R Us advert slaps and B, was that one of those ones where it like targeted to your area? So it would be like, come to Roaring Megan at Stevenage. And you'd be like, how the fuck does my TV know where I am? This is nuts. Jeffrey knows. There's no My Little Ponies in the East Midlands. Don't bother. <laughs> Someone was sick in Harlow. Don't come. You, guys, I'm so glad you're with me on this. Because when I heard the Smith Toys Superstores Christmas ad 2023, we really want to go to Smith Toys Superstores. I was desperate for more. And then in my urge... To find more of that song, I went to their YouTube channel. And what did I find? But a file. And it looked like it hadn't been properly labelled. Mm. It just said... Smith just like toys. lying around on the website. Yeah, they just like, like kind of yeah, slopped yeah. it just up. Half, yeah. the, half off the side of the screen, like you weren't meant to click it. Yeah, yeah. it kind of peaked up. Like It was like one of those hidden pixel games on old DVDs. You had mm. to like hover your cursor over it and it would suddenly go... <laughs> Here's Smith Toy Superstore <laughs> Christmas ad 2023 extended remix full version with manifesto. manifesto. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is this? And it's like five minutes long. And I was like, what's going on? So I clicked it. Check this shit out. No way. There's a magic place where dreams are made. Toys stack so high, you'll see them from far away. We've got all you want. Every toy's in stock. 30 mama jammers, but also an aisle of hammers. Let me rephrase. 
we've got stuff for play. But if you work, then you'll definitely need a hammer. <laughs> we wanna go. Four miles and just one hammer aisle. We really want to go to pick up a fucking hammer. I'm sorry for the break, but you know, when I set up Smith Superstores, note the missing toys from the name in 1978, I set it up as a hardware shop for the common man. The man who could fix a plug with his lips. <laughs> but in the intervening years, my wife and subsequently my bastard sons have done everything they can to fill my superstars with toys. Useless plastic for the most useless members of society. I've tried telling them no one wants toys. The best toy you can have is an apple that you smash into the side of your dog's head. I know it was good enough for me. I know it was good enough for Winston Churchill. And it best be good enough for your little dick sneezes. Unfortunately, my wife and sons have completed a quiet buyout of majority of shares of Smith Superstores in the recent years. And as such, I have limited bargaining power, leaving me only with a single aisle of hammers, <laughs> which are tucked at the back of every shop. And they're only allowed because they're apparently adjacent to some cunt called Thor. If you're listening to this Christmas message and you've got a fucking heart beating in your chest, <laughs> get down to Smith's Toys Superstores fucking hate that name and buy as many fucking hammers as you can fit in the back of your transit we've got to fight back we've got to do something about this because if we don't all of our children will grow up and wear coloured clothes it don't bear thinking about buy me hammers Buy me hammers. And if this if this message don't convince you, then I don't know what else I'm going to do. I just... I, I don't know what else to do. Buy me hammers. Buy an hammer. Just one, buy one hammer. Show my wife I'm still a man. <laughs> Smith's Toys Super Smiles and Miles and Magic Kyles We really want to go to Smith's Toys Super Sports Where should we go? Where should we go? We really want to go to Smith's Toys Buy one, two, three or four A ball peanut a claw We really want to go to John Smith's World of John Smith's World of John Smith's World of Hammers. Two hammers for one. It actually made me a bit sad. I don't... I wish I hadn't looked.
That was the queen visiting his shop. I'll have two hammers for one, please. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's so weird. I was thinking about people saying that the queen always said one instead of me or I just mm. before we recorded. She opened that branch of John Smith's world of hammers. <laughs> With a big hammer. <laughs> yeah, she, she smashed through one of the windows and let everyone in. She spent four <laughs> yeah. hours hammering the big red tape. <laughs> you can, John Smith's next to it like, we got scissors, queen! <laughs> We've fuck? still got scissors. We're not at that point in my life yet. There's other bits. <laughs> that was the moment John Smith's wife was like, we're changing a few things around here. <laughs> More Longer advert songs. That's the message. I have nothing more to say. I believe it. Got my vote. Yeah. Hammers. Hammers. So we're all very much pro Hammers in this pub. (laughs) In this pub? In this pub. We're on a podcast log. You think everything's a pub because you're a landlord. If I'm having a good time, it's a pub. Log keeps pulling at his mic like it's a car scale pump. Yeah. It's horrible to watch. So what did you reset then to make everything suddenly work? Everything. The whole shebang. Yeah, just Google Nest Pro seems to be an absolute pile of shit. And every four days, it's like, nah, you haven't got internet now. Sorry about that. Google's home stuff in general is a steaming pile of shite. I'm the technology writer for The Independent. This is my official review of Google Home products. They suck cock ass. (laughs) They suck a cock out of an ass. This morning, I asked my speaker to play six music because I listen to the radio every day. It played a Spotify playlist called Sex Music. And that's (laughs) not a joke. And that's not a joke. My mum was there. (laughs) Sometimes Google Home will answer my request to turn everything off with the answer to an inscrutable question that she will never tell me what she thought I asked. Oh. And she'll just talk for minutes and we'll both say, shut up, shut up, Google. <laughs> so you'll Horrible. both say it, you and her. <laughs> Means, no, Stuart, the person I live with. She starts answering an inscrutable question. <laughs> You're like, hey, Google, please uh, turn on the lights. And she's like, uh, I don't know, about 1948. <laughs> what, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? Shut up! Shut up! You shut up! You shut up. <laughs> oh, log! Your wheezy laugh is going to be really lift my time today. I'm excited about it. I am. Yeah, I got. I got a throat on me. Oh, mama! I'm a little sexy boy. <laughs> Do you want me to tuck you into the old Betty Bowes or? And just grumble in your ear as you drift off to sleep. Did he say belly mm. bows or belly bones? Belly bones. Be- belly bootins, big bone circus. <laughs> Welcome back. Hi, I'm the monolith from 2001, A Space Odyssey. And I've got a bone to pick with you. Why aren't you listening to the Regular Features podcast? I'm, I'm very sorry... Today, lads, before I go into my feature, that my voice sounds like what it do. And I got one reason why, and it's that I'm blaming our podcast listeners and the Strava group they they decided to set up <gasps> that has led me to try and run again to impress our readers. <laughs> you think you've got an ill from running? Mm, well, let me tell you, I ran 5K. 
in under 30 minutes. And it was the best feeling in my life. So then I decided, okay, I'm going to run 10K a bit slower. And I did it. I plodded along for 10K on a treadmill. And then my watch said, why don't you run outside, Log? That'd be awesome. Then I could tell you your VO2 max. How did your watch know that you weren't outside? Because you tell it you're on a treadmill. And if you don't tell it on your treadmill, it tries to guess where you are. And it makes you run in wild star shapes. (laughs) (laughs) As the GPS fails because you're indoors. Okay, I want to know my VO2 max because you're telling me I'm doing well. And you're going to Google what VO2 max is later on to find out. I don't care. (laughs) I don't know what it is. I don't care. My watch thinks it's important. So I'll find it out. So I went to uh, Colic Lakes. Colic Lakes? Colic Lakes. That sounds like a symptom. Yeah, so I went to the local sputum pond. (laughs) (laughs) And I just, I decided to run outside. And because I'm not on a treadmill, I don't know how fast I'm going. I launched off with great fucking large gazelle-like strides. And 30 seconds into the run, I felt my chest close. The cold air filled me. The cold... The, the the lack of heat on my legs meant I stretched my groin. Two days later, I got a fucking chest infection. And here I am today, after having done five days of sitting on my fat ass doing nothing, because you pricks encouraged me to run and try to be fit. It's not, I'm a big fat man. I'm getting older. Stop encouraging me. I'll only break something. <laughs> I'm no, I ain't no kind of scientist i ain't no doctor with a degree i'm just a contra time lawyer <laughs> but I, I don't think you can get a chest infection by inhaling cold air oh uh, can you not that's vo2 mate he's got vo2 up in max. his guts you, oh oh you got vo2 max did you yeah he got he maxed it you want to try well, to avoid in that case that? why do people say don't go out in the cold you'll get the cold why is that something people say why is it called a cold if you don't get it from having get cold? Yeah, why is it called a flu but you haven't been flying anywhere? Why is it? <laughs> <laughs> that is a good comeback. Yeah, he's but abs- because it's because it flew into your nose when someone sneezed. You fucking idiot! Right? Why is it called diarrhea then? Because you <laughs> die out of your ear. You, you die because it came out of your ear. Uh oh. Okay, that is good. Joe, <laughs> have you got one? <laughs> no, I've got nothing. I didn't have anything post flu. I'm worried. It feels like Log might actually be onto something. I think the colics made him much much smarter. Yeah, my. God, though, pulling your groin doing a run because you didn't do a stretch. Apparently, you have to stretch, and oh, it's just ridiculous. Shall I, I'm bored of talking about why my throat sounds sexier than usual. Let's just get into a fucking feature. Your groin okay. sounds sexier than usual. Yeah, stretched. Stretched. Extra optical inches. <laughs> to, the, to your inside thigh. I dare you go to, to go to a tailor and see if your inner thigh is longer than your outer thigh, and it freaks them out. <laughs> That's not meant to be pro- like that possible, actually. That's right. You've just seen the first hyper thigh. Wait a second, this guy's thigh. It's a Mobius strip. <laughs> I'm going to need to get the Mobius tape for this one. <laughs> oh, let's have a fucking feature. Oh, what is your fucking feature? Just give me a fucking feature. Please tell me your fucking feature. Oh, regular features, regular features. Here's one now. Hello. I'm back Hi. from coughing again. Do you know what I like more than anything else? In the world? Mm, yeah, go on. Ask me a question. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, he looks really up for improv. 
Okay. You should really test him. Is it a kind of an, an animal that you like? I know you love animals. No, it's the things people say to each other that give them an excuse to be horrible people. Oh, so like not, for, not, not like a, a not, not an like elephant. A, an elephant or anything. Well, if an elephant said to you, don't give that tramp any money, he's a millionaire, <laughs> you know, then yes, it would be that elephant. <laughs> and then if he pulled a peanut out of his trunk and, oh, I don't know, what's in the peanut? How would he pull a peanut out of his trunk? With his foot? With his other trunk, you <laughs> oh, idiot. Oh, God, you're right. You're an idiot. But elephants learnt how to cooperate in the 14th century precisely to counter you coming at me with that bullshit. So you love two elephants then, not one. I love I love the two elephants feeding each other peanuts while their trunks make a heart shape for the purposes of a Valentine's card <laughs> that I won't be sending either of you. I have not had the wherewithal to build a structure for this, but what I wanted was to take those stories and make them a little bit more, beef them out a bit, and bring a bit of action to them. Because I, I, I for one, love an excuse to be a piece of shit, but it's a very boring story, just pointing to a tramp and saying, he's a millionaire, don't give him money, he'll just blow it on more jewels. So I've written stories, and that's what I'm going to read to you today. My God. Do you want us to read them? <laughs> I'll read the first one. <laughs> See how it goes. <laughs> Can I have a pound, please? Asked the tramp, clutching his coat shut to keep out either the cold or to hide the emerald embedded into his sternum. Who could tell, really? No way, mister, said the pure-hearted Tommy Lee Jackmaster Pumps, whose seventh birthday it was. You'll just spend it on illegal fireworks and ghost-busting to get chicks. <laughs> no, really, insisted the tramp. Look at my kindly wise eyes, damp with sadness. If I don't get a Bombay bad boy and eat it, they are my favourite, and they're only £1.49 with a club card. I will die so fast and so loud it will startle that crow. The tramp pointed at a crow. Your appeal has been heard, and it has touched my heart, conceded Tommy Lee Jackmaster Pumps. I will give you all I have on me, which is this two-pound coin. That is the biggest coin there is in Britain. The tramp held out his hand with a grateful bow. His face pointed downwards as though he were embarrassed to be taking a child's money. Tommy dropped one whole hour's worth of pocket money into his palm, and the tramp slowly looked up, his face contorted with wicked glee. You naive fool, laughed the tramp. I own pot noodle. I can eat them whenever I want. I'm going to spend this two pounds on sweet, sweet vapes. The tramp pulled out a whistle and blew on it. But not before I drive this ten-ton coal trail into your mum and dad. <laughs> oh, no, cried Tommy Lee Jackmaster Pumps. Crow, lend me your beak. The crow covered its face with its wing and flung its beak onto Tommy Lee's face. Now it's really pecking time, laughed Tommy Lee, in a way that implied that the tramp had just incorrectly claimed that it was pecking time, but now <laughs> it actually was pecking time. <laughs> I never said it was pecking time, squinted the tramp, as Tommy Lee pecked both of his eyes out and the emerald socketed into his sternum. The tramp screamed and died, but it wasn't even that loud, and the crow didn't mind. One year later, Tommy Lee Jackmaster Pumps and his only friend, a crow, had traded so many really good bitcoins, bitcoins that he owned Pot Noodle himself, and he made it to the top 
without ever doing another misguided charitable act. And I think if we can keep that story in mind, we can just look at homeless people in our cities and think, yeah, I don't need to think anything at all about that. (laughs) Because if I do, I'll be putting my loved ones into direct peril. Yeah. I'm struggling with the moral of that one. The moral of the story is the same as the, they're all millionaires, you know, just don't be kind. But he was kind, and he still owned Pot Noodle at the end of it. Oh, yes, but he could have done that with Bitcoin without putting his mum and dad in peril. This is the elephant thing again. Please, continue. I won't argue with you. You're too (laughs) clever. When he loaned, when the crow loaned him the beak, did the beak have a crow? Did the crow have a beak after that? All crows come with a beak as standard, Steve. Yeah. So, what, but, but when post beak, he loaned him his beak power to peck the homeless guy, right? Yes. What, there was a the, point at what, which where the what, guy that he did die with such force that it did startle the crow. <laughs> So this is an insight into the writing process here. Did the yeah. crow, and no, then I thought, I can't do that because then he'd be stuck with the beak on his face and you can't own pot noodle if you've got a beak because people would mention it. It would be much easier to eat pot noodle with a beak, though. But did the crow have a beak during that? Or did it just uh, had uh, like a shocked mouth? <laughs> do you know what? The storyteller never saw fit to make that clear. Oh. Do you want me to go and ask him? Yeah. Yeah, would you mind? Okay. Hello, I wrote it. <laughs> right. Excuse Crow me. Crow's <laughs> mouth went on the crow. His mouth went the crow. The bloke had a mouth, went off him, went on crow, and he was smiling throughout. So yeah, the crow had lips. Oh, it had a human mouth. And it, and it had a human nose as well, because beak, beak takes up nose and mouth. It does. Sinuses and all of that sort. There's... Oh, my God. Oh, God, I know now. And that's the album art for this week. So that's good. A crow with lips. I mean, that is one thing. The other one that I, the story that I really like is the the story that happened just after 9-11, where you got told about the story of, um, it, it was just, I was just leaving the shop and I held the door open for this old Muslim woman with two shopping bags. And she said, thanks for holding the door open for me. Between you and me, I wouldn't be anywhere near the World Trade Center tomorrow. <laughs> Do you not? Did you never hear that story? <laughs> no, no, no. That was such a fucking passed around bullshit story. <laughs> I dare say no one has. <laughs> no, that was, that was an internet lie. <laughs> no. I mean, I know, I know what it was getting at, and I know that the story is meant to be horrible, but I thought it was quite heartwarming. <laughs> This is my when I see, see that story to me, it's like mm. it's just it's nice to be nice, and if you're nice, people are nice back. <laughs> and I know, I know it's not the point of the story. I know, but if you were determined to be really naive about it, you could expand out that one line of thought and think if just everyone had just been nice to everyone else since the beginning of time, well, we wouldn't be in this pickle now, would we? <laughs> And then I like to think on the strength of that revelation, all the nice people like me and you two, my friends, would turn and look disappointed at all the racists and the opinion colonists and the colonial establishment who've ruled over us unbroken since before we were born. And we could tut and tap our feet and tap our watches as though to say, isn't it time you all knocked it off? And they'd look embarrassed and say, 
sorry, and finally everything would be okay. And that's what I thought that story was about. Obviously, I know it was a lie designed to paint all Muslims as a monolith and to make you suspicious of your neighbours and to breed hatred. I know that now. I just prefer my interpretation, which is, it's nice to be nice. That's <laughs> very sweet. Um, so here is my story then. <laughs> Excuse me, said Imran. Can you hold the door open for me? No reason. Then he whispered with concealed intent under his breath. No reason except to see I'm testing if you're nice enough to know my secret. Sure thing, replied Harold. Take your time. I'm in no hurry. Thank you, smiled Imran, before pointedly dithering and moving his legs around in no direction at all. Is everything okay? asked Harold. I'll be there in a moment, said Imran, before muttering darkly, right after I've discovered the limits of your kindness. No worries, chirped Harold, propping the door open with his foot. It's not cold, so I'm not letting the heat out. This extra layer of considerate behaviour sealed the deal. Imran made for the door, grabbing Harold by the lapel and dragging him into an aeroplane. For this small but important act of kindness, I must repay you, he said. Oh, no need for that. It really was no effort, said Harold, passing another test unbeknownst to himself. This is very important, hissed Imran. I want you to join my magic airborne crime-fighting team. We meet every Wednesday in this jet fighter, and next week we're fighting a robot made out of lorries. You could get hurt, but the only reward is... Enduring friendship, being around people who get you so naturally that you never have to worry about being misunderstood, and a magic ring that gives you infinite wish power. I normally go bowling on Wednesdays, said Harold. <laughs> well, seeing as you open the door for me, we can move it to Thursday, I guess, said Imran. In that case, Harold said, yes, and this is an even purer decision. God, I was, fucking, I was in a state when I wrote this. And this is an even purer decision than you thought, because I am straight and do not want to bum you. Me either, said Imran, although there's, nothing, although there's nothing wrong with bumming per se, replied Imran. Is Percy the pilot, said Harold, and everyone laughed and laughed until hatred died. I'm so sorry, I'm so ill. <laughs> A chest infection's really got to you, hasn't it? <laughs> the thing is, I see no perceptible difference between Log's normal features and this. This idea that illness has made him strange. I don't buy it. This, this just got, sounds like all the other features. I'm giving, I'm giving him cover. No, I'm trying cover to end with a, a genuine joke like per se and Percy. That does not wash with me. <laughs> just apologise and say you're you're fair. No, good. You're right. Oh God, have we got enough yet? No more. Do another. I couldn't think of any more of those. What other stories? I was trying to work out a theme for this. What other stories do we tell each other as an urban myth, which are just an excuse to be mean or selfish? Can I say that I, 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 I've never heard the don't give him any money, he's a millionaire. Thank uh, you, Steve. I wasn't saying it because I was so worried. Oh, God. because I, I that's thought just... that you made that up as a fiction. No, no. This is just, oh, my God, maybe the one that they pointed to actually was a millionaire. I just thought it was... <laughs> maybe I've weaved a fucking thing out of my life that is just... Well, everyone just says that about tramps, isn't it? Because they don't want to give money to them. But why would a millionaire sit around on the... Obviously, it's stupid. Isn't the... I wouldn't even finish the question. Yes, I mean, that's, I assumed it, it struck me as so stupid that I weave this whole narrative of the, it being a thing that you just say so you can be mean. <laughs> I'd love to know if other people have heard this, because it's entirely possible. That Steve and I have just never heard this. So I can't believe that's two things that I thought were just standard bullshit that was designed to spread mm. kind of selfishness and hatred. That, uh, yeah, I have heard people say uh, there were professional beggars in Navan, County Mead, 
Ireland. Oh, they make more money than you do. Is that they make more is? money. And at the end of the day, she jumps into a BMW and drives away. Mm. Like, that is something that that's, I had. That's exactly that kind of thing, yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so, yeah. You know what? I basically have heard what you're saying. Yeah. That at the end of the day, they go, <laughs> more pennies for me. <laughs> You've paid for an extra note at the end of my long horn. <laughs> so the third situation is the time that you wanted to kiss a girl so much out of pure love that you allowed yourself to be tricked into kissing a dog's bum hole whilst blindfolded. Now... Finally, something I can relate to. <laughs> Everyone can relate to this one. It was Valentine's Day, and Tommy Lee Jackmaster Pumps was doodling <laughs> Jessica Ramprakash onto his jotter. In the doodle, she was holding a flower in her hand, and he had drew a big heart around her. Tommy Lee Jackmaster Pumps liked Jessica Ramprakash so much. You really like Jessica, don't you? sneered the large mouth of Karen Green. Her lip was sneering so much it looked like she'd just been fished out of a bad pond. Her cruel hair enveloped her head like minty swaddling. Karen used mint sauce shower gel as shampoo, even though it was meant to be a body wash, and Billy Munkenpumper said she drank it like milk. Leonard Drillzimi even said that she gave a boy a mint sauce blowy, and he couldn't come back to school because his bellend melted off. I'm really good friends with Jessica, cooed Karen. I could get her to kiss you with her mouth all the way open. She continued, tapping a lollipop against her front teeth in a brisk dental staccato. And she'd put her tongue out so far you could staple it onto her chin. Wow, thought Tommy Lee to himself. That was a big kiss. But the thing is, she's very shy, so you'd have to wear a blindfold and she wouldn't say anything. Maybe she'd woof a bit, but that's because she's shy. But don't worry, I'll take photos on my phone so everyone knows it happened. How could Tommy resist? And what's the worst that could happen? Carol would get him to kiss a dog's arsehole and then show the photographs to everyone. People would understand. They'd see the blindfold, assume it was a trick, and be able to intuit the entire scenario from the contents of the photo and the context of how the photo was being presented to them. Compare that to the best that could happen. He could put his tongue and nose in Jessica's mouth, and she'd do a little shy woof. But first, you have to fight off a massive Nazi crab with machine guns in its pincers, shouted Karen. And that's when I realized I was just reciting bits from this week's Behind the Bastards podcast and had to stop because we were recording in five minutes. Serious though, if anyone <laughs> is listening who knows Robert Evans, tell him I love him because he has got the hottest voice. And I think if you listen to me like this, I think you'd fancy me too. <laughs> Ah, I love Robert Evans. <laughs> I know I stand in line until you think you have the time to give a feature to me. And if we go someplace, hope and I know that there's a chance we can have features with we'll see. And afterwards we drive it to a quiet little place and talk about the name. And then I go and spoil it all by saying something stupid like, Oh, hello. I used to come around here looking for features. I haven't seen you in a while. Well, it's because I had my fill of features, but I've run out.
Doctor, have any regular features? I just listen to this. Thank you. Well, that's it for this week's episode of the Regular Features Podcast. If you liked that podcast, or any podcast, ever... You can help us out by donating £2 per episode. In exchange, we will take your human name, eviscerate it, and replace it with a bloody B name. Oh, I want you to do that Missy Elliott reverse it. That's, we need to do a full musical number for that. I'm going to spend eight hours recording that in Adobe Audition. <laughs> that's probably how long it took Missy Elliott to make the song, so that's about right. If you reverse what Missy Elliott says in the fl- Flip It and Reverse It song, do you know I'm what she I'm going to give you a bean name. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> Exactly. Boys, could you... That's reverse speak for Tom Cleaver. Tom Cleaver? Get your big Chunky BS down my garage. You're in need of a tune-up. Get your big chunky BS down to Smith's Toy Superstore. <laughs> Get your big chunky BS down to Smith's Toys Superstore. Tom. Big. Tom. <laughs> Comma Tom. A bee name, please, for Stuart. There's loads of Stuarts in the world. Is, is this a special one? I the think this Stuart. is a friend of the podcast and a friend of Six Music and Lauren Laverne's. <laughs> in that case, beeping round the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. And chomping on a vegan blonde sausage cob. <laughs> yes. I'm going to go with beeching round the kitchen. Beep, beeping, bopping, beeping, is beeping and a bopping. Waggle dancing round the kitchen. <laughs> to radio sex. How do you spell lawn cob? Because I had to look it up when you mentioned L-O-R-N-E. I also had to look it up because it because lawn sausage does sound like a turd, doesn't you it? You dark let the lawn sausage <laughs> I mowed it into my own goddamn face. <laughs> so beep, beeping around the kitchen, munching on a bee lawn, vegan lawn, lawn cob s- on sex music. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Stuart. A bee name, please, for David. Mm. Bee Hotel for dogs. <gasps> they wouldn't fit. What they would fit? Oh, be a bee hotel for dogs. Unless the bees made it fit. The bees will help you fit. They'll slather your dog. They'll wipe their honey onto your dog's body and lubricate it into the tiny tube. That's the bee name. <laughs> <laughs> lubricate your torso with honey and lubricate slide into a tiny your dog tube and shove it in the hive. I think a bee hotel for dogs would be neither would simply not be human scale. It would be dog scale built by bees because mm. they are industrious and conscientious architects right. and excellent bellhops. A bee name please for Kieran. Mandible trap wish. <gasps> nice. Mandible trap wish. Yeah. Oh my god, that's that's one of the best ones we've had in a while. <laughs> bees don't even have mandibles, but it is a wish of many a bee to have one, and that is the trap you fall into. You're absolutely you're right, and that's what I was thinking of when I definitely knew bees didn't have mandibles. <laughs> <laughs> if you join the podcast, not only will you get your very own bee name. You'll also get access to the Beehive. That is a Discord channel that is exclusively available for bees. Two people in two separate channels this week referenced the word Kawasaki. 
which really made me that very good, pleased. Mm. <laughs> That's what I loved on Discord this week. And why do you like that? Because it's your inward to speaking in a. <laughs> it's just so much fun. Good work, Newcastle. We'll be back next week with another episode. Goodbye. 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 Regular features. Regular features. Regular features.